This is an Equity Bates Media podcast. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Bite Size on Get Started Investing. In this series, we feature some of our favorite lessons, quotes, and moments from the podcast. If you'd like to listen to the full episode, we've included the link in the show notes. So I think the question that we have to ask to end this episode is, is this a dead cat bounce? A what? (laughs) In finance, there's this term, uh, a dead cat bounce. Um, This is just where the term comes from, um, that... There's an idea that even a dead cat will bounce if it falls from a great height. <laughs> okay. That's, How does that actually play out to what we're talking about? So the about? idea is uh, <laughs> if a stock falls enough, there will be some, it, it will have some legs up and then before it actually falls yeah. to the ground. So rather, so we can ask, you know, all these company, all, all these indexes, these markets fell and then they've come back up a little bit. The question is are they actually recovering or is this a dead cat bounce? Uh, it's a small brief recovery in the price of a declining stock. If you look back in history of the stock market crashes over time, there have been dead cat bounces. Yeah. So if we go all the way back to the Great Depression of 1929, stocks fell 45%. But then from late 1929 to uh, early 1930, stocks rose 47%. So Not bad. Yeah. Now remember if something falls 50%, so halves in value, it has to go up 100% to get back to even. So fell 45%, up 47%, and then fell 80% from there. Ouch. That's that's like the classic example of a dead cat bounce. But in other stock markets uh, falls, there have been similar dead cat bounces. The global financial crisis in 2008 – saw the initial fall and then actually a gain of more than 25% and then a further fall. We've got this chart from the 2000 to 2002 bear market. We'll get this up on um, Instagram. Instagram on Wednesday's episode going out Monday. We'll post it on Monday so people can check it out. There were three separate rallies of around 20%, but over – over the two years, if the stock market fell fifty percent, mm. so mm. I've, I won't read you through it, but it's like you know, it's like down twenty seven percent, up nineteen percent, down twenty six percent. So I guess the long and the short of what we're trying to say here is that stock market crashes are never linear. It's never just down, down, down. It's never the coals uh, red out, red hand <laughs> down. <laughs> that won't make sense if people are listening overseas. But um, yeah, it, it goes up and down, but over. A stretch of time, it's a lot more down than up. And trying to play that game um, is often. Oh, don't try and time the market. Yeah, you're like, you're just yeah. going to get into a world of hurt. So I guess that leads to the question, Ren. What do what do we expect to play out in 2022? How are we going to play it? 
I think it could be a dead cat bounce. I think I think the market could fall more. I, th- I think the the challenge is, especially if you look in America, Amazon, Microsoft, and Apple. As long as they keep doing their thing, the S and P five hundred index and the Nasdaq one hundred, like uh, every other company, is really going to have to drag it down because they're just those three are so big. Yeah, that's if yeah. you're an index investor. Yeah. You know, interest rates might rise. I think this year will be one of the harder years for us in our investing lives, our very short investing lives Mm. so far. Yeah. But I'm excited by that because it will give us an opportunity to put cash into the market at lower prices. There might be some individual stocks that become really attractive. You know, it's never good that the market falls, but I'm going into it being like the value of my portfolio might fall a bit. But it, this is the opportunity for us to set ourselves up for the next however many years we live, mm. hopefully century. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Yeah, look, I've learned the lesson that trying to trying to predict what's going to happen over the next 12 months and subsequently putting in to place a strategy that would work t- in favour of that prediction is the wrong thing to do. Yeah, it's yeah, impossible yeah. to to do that. So yeah. do you remember when you would call a yeah, market yeah. crash every year? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it just didn't play out. I learned my lesson from that. I got seriously burnt. Yeah, seriously yeah. burnt. So like similar to the the vibe that's going on at the moment, it f- it feels like there is a chance that we're going to see a lot more red this year. It might not it might not pan out that way, but I'm not changing my portfolio makeup at the moment. I'm not changing how I'm investing. To, to play into that thesis. I think one of the things that I really have in the back of my mind was when we spoke to Marcus Padley and he's just kind of like, you got to assess it, the information at the time. Like mm. when it's happening, you can make some decisions, but there's no point trying to predict yeah, I and, like and make the decision before it happens yeah. because you're an idiot if you do that. Yeah, yeah. And so for me, the the only thing that I will change is I'm, I'm probably not going to be, a, I'm not putting money into the market as frequently and in as large chunks as I had been over the last few years. Uh, and that's one way of sort of keeping a bit more cash on the side for the opportunities that might arise. But I'm not putting in, uh, you know, uh, bare positions or, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm not trying to go hard on value all of a sudden and all these sorts of things. Like the companies and the way that I've invested, I still genu- genuinely think over 30, 40 years that's going to be the winning yeah. portfolio. Yeah, so I like that. Until it does start really turning and, and the environment changes, um, I'm just going to in, enjoy the content that we're going to create from it. <laughs> <laughs> if you enjoyed that bite size, you'll find a link to the full episode in the show notes. You have been listening to an Equitymates Media production. In the spirit of reconciliation, Equitymates Media acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. This podcast is intended for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general advice only and has not taken into account your personal financial circumstances, needs or objectives. Before acting on general advice, you should consider if it is relevant to your needs and read the relevant product disclosure statement. And if you're unsure, please speak to a financial professional. The hosts of this podcast and their guests may have positions in the companies mentioned. Equity Mates Media operates under an Australian Financial Services Licence 540697.